Hello, everyone. We're coming to you live with breaking news that Hunter Biden has been indicted. This officially crossing just moments ago, indicted in the state of Delaware on those gun charges. So if you'll recall, you know, there are a couple issues going on, actually multiple issues going on. There was the gun charge. There was, of course, the tax evasion charge. And there was the, well, foreign lobbying, which nobody even bothered to get to in that original sweetheart plea agreement. Anyway, again, breaking news, if you're just joining us right now, Hunter Biden has been indicted on federal firearm charges in that long-running probe. This is coming just weeks, of course, after the plea deal fell apart. It needed to happen. We knew it was going to happen. We got word there from David Weiss, who was the the lawyer in this case, an investigator in this case. You can see this was the indictment or the the intent to indict that was brought forward just maybe a couple of weeks ago. They had to do that. That was in the beginning of this month. But what surprises me, and I hope that, that more is coming here again, this information just coming into us at this moment, the formal indictment has been filed and he has, Hunter Biden has been indicted Thursday today on federal firearms charges. This is, uh, well, just the latest step, right, in this long saga. Now, it's been going on, and it's been going on, and it's been going on. And I think that my concern, certainly, is going back to all of this money that has yet to be really accounted for. I mean, he spent money. He spent a lot of it in some mysterious, um, not so mysterious ways. And that is really the crux of this issue, right? I mean, that's what the impeachment is about, et cetera. And so I I just am hoping that this is not being seen here as some kind of, okay, shiny object, right? Like, let's get them on the gun charges, but then what about everything else? And given how these events have proceeded, given that we saw the sweetheart deal initially, given that they hid that FD-1023 from David Weiss, I mean, say what you want, Yeah, the White House is out there. Oh, it's nothing but misinformation, misinformation, misinformation. They issued a 14-page letter just yesterday to all these news organizations reminding them to put all this scrutiny on the Republican claims and this entire impeachment inquiry saying there's no proof, there's no proof, there's no proof. Well, isn't the whole idea here that, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire, and maybe you got to find some proof? I mean, you're just going to bury that FD-1023 and say it's misinformation? without actually going and talking to the Burisma executives yourself. I mean, that's what they would like. There's a lot of weird things going on. I mean, Ian Sams, he's the guy who represents the legal counsel there at the White House who's trying to strong-arm the media and was on CNN, in fact, just yesterday, the day he sent the letter, you know, trying to say that this is just a whole bunch of misinformation. And I guess my question now that we have this breaking news in that, yes, Hunter Biden has been indicted on federal firearms charges. Are they thinking like this is, you know, wham, bam, they're done and the tax evasion doesn't matter and the foreign lobbying, illegal foreign lobbying doesn't matter and that there's nothing to see in terms of what is alleged to have happened with Joe Biden himself in terms of his relationship with his son and his son's consulting business for goodness sakes. Here's Ian Sam's. Well, again, I think this is part of the right wing's misinformation machine to try to confuse people uh, about what the truth is. The truth is that the president, as he has said publicly for years, uh, calls his family every day to check in. He calls his son every day to check in. He calls his other family members to check in to see how they're doing. He loves them. They're a tight knit family. And what the GOP's own witness testified in this case 
is that that's exactly what the president was doing. He was checking in with Hunter during a particularly hard time, I might add, a time where the family was going through uh, Hunter's brother Bo's illness. Uh, and, of course, the president checks in with his son and talks to him. But again, yeah. All right. Of course that happens. Of course that happens. Of course that happens. That's what they're going to keep telling you. And, therefore, it's just a bunch of misinformation when you hear the media reporting on any possible fraudulent stuff that might have been going on. I'm not saying it happened. I'm just saying, look, you know, when there's smoke, where there's smoke, there's fire. When you see bank records like this, this is Burisma Rosemont. Seneca, Burisma, you know, sending all this money to Rosemont Seneca, $83,000 a pop. I mean, this is a lot of money you're talking about. There are reports, according to the FD23, there's a whole bunch more, that it was actually, again, per this highly confidential human source, source, highly trusted, they used to work for the Obama administration. They were saying, oh, well, we talked to the CEO and the CFO of Burisma, who indicated that there are 17 tapes out there in which they're negotiating their so-called protection money with Joe Biden. Now, to be very clear and to make Mr. Ian Sams very happy, no, there is no direct actual proof of the money going directly from Burisma into Joe Biden's bank account. Just his son's bank accounts. So do that with you what you would. But it does seem awfully important to be able to track down the truth in this matter, does it not? Anyway, again, getting back to the news here, Hunter Biden indicted Thursday on federal firearms charges. And uh, it's all stemming from, of course, that time when he's acknowledged he was addicted to crack cocaine, and yet he went and bought a firearm. This would be back in October 2018, and never bothered to say two words about his addiction, which would be, of course, a problem, ladies and gentlemen, indeed a problem. Um, this impeachment query, however, this is, this is the big thing, right? And what troubles me is they're indicting him on this gun possession charge, which is a big deal and needs to be followed through on. But where is everything else? Are there more indictments coming? I hope. Because what about the tax evasion? You know, how, how is it that you get away without paying two plus million dollars in taxes, for goodness sakes? That's unbelievable to me. And how is it that you get away with being a foreign lobbyist and not registering to be a foreign lobbyist? I mean, that's illegal. The guy out in L.A., Tom Barrick, he went to jail for such a thing. Not to mention that President Obama himself at that time had rules that he put in place because he wanted to guard against this stuff. And he actually said that no members of his administration could have family members that were lobbying. And yet Hunter did it anyway. And his father apparently did some nice little deeds, shall we say. We don't know. Of course, I'm going to make the White House very happy and all of those that are policing this very, very happy. We do not know whether there was a direct correlation between Hunter Biden's millions of dollars in payments and certain favors that may have been done for the company Burisma, for example, getting the prosecutor off their back. But that's what we need to find out. That's what the impeachment inquiry is all about. Is it not? We're not allowed to do that anymore. It's misinformation to ask the natural questions. Anyway, Hunter Biden, he is uh, quite a kid, quite a trip. They're going to tell you over and over and over again, you know what? This is just a troubled kid who's gone through some tough times, and it's really not fair that the Republicans are picking on him. You know, he's just a kid, and he doesn't deserve this. 
Well, you know, for one thing, he's not a kid. I want to make that one very, very, very clear. And then secondly, he's the one that was out there selling this, right? I mean, he's the one out there with the 170 different suspicious activity reports that came from his banks. Six different banks were sent to the U.S. Treasury Department. I mean, Biden's joking about the thing with comments like this. Where's the money? I'm joking. Mr. President, a bunch of malarkey. Mr. President, what do you say? Yeah, bunch of malarkey. Bunch of malarkey. My, you know what? All right, here he is. Mr. Biden, President Biden, sitting down with his favorite network, MSNBC, back in June, just to remind everyone, you know, his son's done nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong, except that now he's been indicted federally for illegally having a gun because he was addicted to crack cocaine at the time that he purchased it. Anyway, huh, he didn't do anything wrong. Of course not. First of all, my son's done nothing wrong. I trust him. I have faith in him. And it impacts my presidency by making me feel proud. I'm real proud. Yeah, I'd be real proud of that kid. There, there's more here. And, and I certainly would hope that we're going to get a chance to see more. This should not be the end of it. If it is, then I would just tell Jim Jordan and <laughs> the rest of them over there, Comer, you guys better like go into high gear, high gear, because there's a whole bunch more, right? You've got a guy who was evading taxes, who was illegally lobbying all around the world as a foreign lobbyist. Forget the fact that his dad was the vice president, which actually would have been totally against the edict of the Obama administration at the time. He never bothered to register. And then, of course, he had his dad calling into all those dinners. Let me see if I can find this quote for you. You know, New York Times did a big article this week, a huge article, in which they talked about how close the relationship was and is between Hunter Biden and his dad. In fact, Hunter Biden is seen as quite the confidant. And this is something that, well, Hunter Biden himself really liked to pitch, I would imagine, in all of his new potential client meetings. Anyway, this particular article from 2019 was quoted in the New York Times this week. I guess this was before before the White House said, hey, guys, you're not allowed to do this. And they said, here we go. This is Hunter to The New Yorker in 2019. Now, think about it, right? Like, he's trying to pitch his business here, too. I'm like his security blanket. I don't tell the staff what to do. I'm not there giving directions or orders. I shake everybody's hands. And then I tell him to close his eyes on the bus. I can say things to him that nobody else can. <laughs> Therefore, you should hire me and make sure that I'm there to do all your protection because I'm going to make sure my dad does what I say to do. So then it becomes a question of, is dad, is, is dad doing what Hunter says? And if so, does dad know that he's doing something because Hunter needs him to? Did he know when Hunter was flying on a government plane over to China when he was vice president, Joe Biden was vice president, that he was there doing deals in the background? Well, you know, enjoying the luxury of the vice president's plane or what about Ireland, where he just was, according to this New York Times article? Oh, he had a little cot, apparently. A cot on the plane 
going to Ireland. So did he do more deals over there when Pops was in Ireland? I mean, what exactly is this guy up to? And why is it that people within the administration can't actually say to us that there's no funny business whatsoever going on? I mean, they don't even want to talk about it. Karine Jean-Pierre just walking out of the room yesterday when people are asking her about this. I'm sorry, but these allegations are out there. And until they're satisfied, people are going to continue having questions. That's just the reality of it. And it's his business dealings that I am most worried about at this moment in time. So, okay, great. He's been indicted on the gun charges. That's pretty bad, like really bad stuff, because he bought a gun while being on drugs, didn't disclose that. His dad's out there, Mr. Anti-Gun, and how do you reconcile that one, right? (laughs) This is not easy. But what about the rest of the stuff? That's where I'm still, as again, we're doing this in live time. Hey, everyone, good to have you here. Good to see you all. Sylvia, good to see you here. Pam as well. Look, you know, this is one part of a much bigger story. So the point being that this is, okay, you got the gun thing going. Well, I want to know what's happening with taxes. I want to know what's happened with the illegal foreign lobbying. And I want to know, I want to know, just exactly how involved Joe Biden Sr. was or wasn't. Like, look, you know, I'm just, I just want the truth. And I don't appreciate it when the administration issues a 14-page memorandum saying that, you know, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is all misinformation, which is, by the way, the chorus that you're hearing everybody sing there now on CNN, and of course MSNBC, it's just misinformation. Guys, it's not misinformation. Now, things may not have been proven out, like that FD-1023 that Chuck Grassley got his hands on. You've got to actually go and talk to the people at Burisma. If there are 17 tapes, let's see if we can track them down. Nobody's bothered to do that. So before you say it's misinformation, do some reporting. Do your due diligence. Think about what they went with that literally was misinformation. That's the dossier I'm talking about from Donald Trump. Like, they, they bought that one, hook, line, and sinker. That was a story they went with when, in fact, indeed, it was misinformation. And one of the guys who wrote the report, he was the one working for the British spy. I mean, the irony of it all is that the FBI thought that guy might have been a Russian spy. So who the heck knows? They knew it was sketchy, sketchy stuff. If this is sketchy, sketchy stuff on the FD-1023, then why not just tell us? Why say, well, it hasn't been proven? Why say, oh, well, there's no bank record. No, there's no bank record going directly into Joe Biden's account. I mean, why would there be? You'd have to be really, really stupid. It was stupid enough to call into all the meetings. It was stupid enough to do what we believe he did. Again, just alleged, just alleged with the Ukrainian prosecutor, Victor Shokin, who he himself is like, you know, something funny was going on because I was actually investigating all of this stuff. It's really, it's really quite remarkable. And now they're trying to call this like a fake impeachment. They've got a whole new song and dance about what Kevin McCarthy here is alleging. Eyewitnesses have testified that the president joined on multiple phone calls and had multiple interactions. Dinners resulted in cars and millions of dollars into his sons and his son's business partners. 
We know that bank records show that nearly $20 million in payments were directed to the Biden family members and associates through various shell companies. The Treasury Department alone has more than 150 transactions involving the Biden family and other business associates that were flagged as suspicious activity by U.S. banks. Even a Okay, okay. So in other words, lots of questions, right? And it's fair to have these questions. And for the White House to sit there and say that we shouldn't have these questions and that this is a false impeachment. They have some nifty narrative about that. It's a fake impeachment. No, guys, you know what? There are bank records. It does show some $20 million. NBC News actually reported that Hunter Biden's accounts got $11 million between the time of, was it 2013 and 2018, just coming from Ukraine? I mean, this is, this is NBC reporting that this is out there. And $11 million is a lot of money. I mean, this is why the IRS was going out. Well, one of the multiple reasons. There's more reasons why the IRS was going after him. So he didn't pay his taxes. We've now discovered all of this money. And isn't it our job as a country to ask more questions about that money, given that he was not registered as a foreign lobbyist? Given that the Barack Obama administration prohibited family members from being foreign lobbyists and given that he was talking to pops every single day, for goodness sakes, you know, as he said, you know, he's got the one with he's the one with the pillow talk. (laughs) I'll, I'll, I'll add this. The New York Times reports that Hunter is an informal advisor who has helped his father brainstorm speeches, but mostly the president shares updates from the rest of the family and simply ask how his son is doing. People familiar with the call say, see, they have to add that in. They have to add that in. But I think the, the, the one line that probably really ticked everybody in the White House off and led to Ian Sims issuing that 14-page bit of nonsense, which basically said, you know, look, there's all these allegations, but nothing's been proven. Okay, so it's time to go prove it, right? That's what people are asking for the opportunity to do. That's why they want an impeachment inquiry. He hasn't been impeached yet, so hang on to your horses. Hang on, hang on. They need to be able to prove this out, which means they need to have those 5,100 emails from the National Archives Association. The National Archives Association dragging its feet, not giving the law organization that asked for this via a FOIA request the information yet. Somebody's got to go through all those emails because we already know that Hunter Biden was CC'd on some from the actual aide that was handling the schedule for Joe Biden. So why is he CCing the son? Like, I don't get CC'd on my kids' schedules. I mean, believe me, like, you know, they've got a a schedule for school. Does school CC me? Well, that's a whole other issue, right? Schools, um, you know, I've got other family members. Do I get CC'd on their schedule? No, like that doesn't really happen. So why was Hunter being CC'd? And do any of those dates line up with other stuff? I'll just say this. I will be so thoroughly disgusted with our nation and our government if this is all there is to it. The gun indictment, it's one part of the story. There's so much more. He's already admitted, ladies and gentlemen, he's already admitted 
to the tax failure. He's admitted that he didn't pay his taxes. Well, his dad's telling everybody else to go pay more taxes. Again, like, who are these people? Don't you think, logically, like, if you're running for president and you have children, like, you'd say to your kids, make sure you pay your taxes. My whole platform is for people to pay their taxes. I want to expand the IRS so more people pay their taxes. And you get a kid that's out there evading taxes with money coming in from all over the world. Unbelievable stuff, really and truly. Okay, so this isn't even the show, guys, because I, I actually have a great show for you today, and I will be coming back momentarily, probably around 2.30, so stick around. We get to talk about Fox News because there's something that just happened, and uh, I've got some inside scoop on this, and I'll tell you, this is actually what could really bring the network down. There's going to be more where this came from, so... Don't go anywhere. We got to talk about the future of Fox coming up right around 2.30. I will actually put in a, a little thing so you, you get it. We'll, we'll get that out wide. I know this was just spur of the moment, but I had to bring it to you because, again, we have officially learned Hunter Biden has been indicted on those gun charges for illegally having a firearm. <laughs> and, you know, there's more where that came from. Okay, we'll talk some more momentarily. I'll see you in a bit. 